This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review the full-on Boba Fett badassery on the latest episode of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus and break down all the amazing Star Wars and MCU announcements from this year's Disney Investor Day presentation. And man, it's geek-tastic. Geek boner. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, December 10th, 2020. <laughs> you know who this is and you know why you're here. You want all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news. And by God, you found it. Forget everything else out there. Forget all the Scientology bullshit. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. Worship at the feet of the holy trio of geekdom. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Play it. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy Fans out there. Let's give it up. Oh yeah, what's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for pressing play, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Oh. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name is Anthony, the human soundboard. He's the human soundboard jock. <laughs> and this guy is the guy that does everything else. <laughs> I He's press the, the button. Oh, uh, also joining us is uh, a dude who plays the role of a storm pooper, not a storm trooper, a storm pooper. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rux? Storm. I have nothing for storm. Po- I'm thinking storm about, pooper. I got you. I mean, at least I shit my helmet. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you are the guy making the fart noise every time we're doing uh, news from the nation. That's not a noise. That's my ass. <laughs> He's actually yeah. flatulent. Well, I mean, it technically is a noise. Yeah. He it is, is gassy for real. But I guess, what, do stormtroopers shit in their helmet? I don't know. I've never seen one actually take a dump. Maybe we'll find out. Stormtroopers are like some of the worst um, stock no-name villains in the Faceless, world. Faceless, just massive bad guys to just throw as cannon fodder. I yes. used to think they were awesome when right? I was a kid, though. They real. look cool, and then you just see them in every episode of Mandalorian just get plowed. Oh, hold on. We'll get into it, especially this one. Let's just get to it, guys. It's time for our Mando review. Come on, baby. Do the magic hand thing. All right, we're up to... Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 6, Chapter 14. This- Wait, I want to clue in the listener real yes. quick. Yeah. This might seem unusual. We usually save these for later unless uh-huh. we have another bigger thing to oh, review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and new- usually we put the news up front, but uh, we don't have another show to review later or a movie, but the if you clicked on the title, you already know. Well, they would today- have heard the intro that I yeah. told them what we're doing. So Yeah, but it's huge, more, and that's why we're saving it. More importantly, to clue in the viewer, I literally reorganized all the fucking show notes in the last 30 minutes. Oh, shit. Because yeah, today of, was a wild day. Because of Disney Investor Day, threw all my whole shit off. So we're going to review Chapter 14 of The Mandalorian, episode titled The Tragedy First, and then we will break down which, which, by all the way, the stuff. Yes. was an episode at the time when it came out that i think was breaking everything as well so oh yeah what do you mean just like news just the reveal of what yes. was in oh, what was shit. in this for all you fucking star wars <laughs> it's your spoiler alert strap yourselves in you fucks 
spoiler time. Holy shit, this episode written by John Favreau and directed by Robert Rodriguez, a director I love, a man who knows his action. You guys, are you a fan of Rodriguez movies? He's done some great ones. Yeah, I like Robert Rodriguez. I like Desperado. I like uh, El Mariachi. El Mariachi. I like uh, what else did he do? From uh, Dust uh, Till Dawn. He did uh, I mean, Machete. Geek Boner. Come on. He does like the same movie every time. Yeah, but it's always fucking badass action in there. <laughs> it's not the Spy Kids movies. Yeah. That's that's a little weird. Yeah, then he like goes and does kids stuff for his kids and does like the whole Spy Kids series. But then there's Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Sin you have City. He Sin did. City. Uh, and recently Alita Battle Angel, which was actually kind of that a- That was pretty decent. Kind of a decent movie. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Uh, Anthony, The Tragedy, Chapter 14. Holy shit. Give us the plot of this one. It's all plot, finally. Well, it's a short episode. The shortest. Easy to watch. Yeah. And this is the one where Mandalorians got to take Grogu over to the Jedi temple for him to do his thing. So hopefully Jedis can hear him or sense him. And in the midst of doing that, he was tracked by Moff Gideon and a bunch of stormtroopers who are cannon fodder. (laughs) They're tracking him. And another guy's tracking him with the uh, cavalry from S.H.I.E.L.D. What's her name? Ming-Na Wen. Fennec Shan. Fennec Shan, yeah. who was in Mandalorian Season 1. Yep. And uh, the person that's also tracking Mandalorian is Boba Fett. Holy played, shit. Played by Get Tamira Bobo. Morrison. Is that yep. Name? And um, I guess Boba Fett isn't really a Mandalorian, but his dad was. Maybe Rugboy can explain that later. Because... Boba Fett, I guess, is a man of honor. He works with the Mandalorian to protect Grogu and uh, finally gets his armor back because Mandalorian has it, and he's fat in his hey, armor. He's old man Fat Boba. Yeah. <laughs> kind of fat. Call me Fat and, Boba. Uh, they try to hold off everyone, but uh, Grogu gets captured, and by the end of this, Mandalorian's like, fuck, we're, out of, we're, we're SOL, and Boba Fett's like, nope, we're going to help you. And they're off to find help get Grogu back from Moff Gideon. They're gonna assemble a team, dude. And it sounds like there's probably gonna be in a not so. Um, it's not really a secret. I think there's gonna be a, probably a Jedi and some more people that join them, dude. In 32 minutes, the shortest episode yet. He fucking loses the Razor Crest, loses Grogu, is at the lowest Mando has ever been. And then the promise of the Avengers of Star Wars. Geek That's going to happen. This episode had everything, Rugs. This was like the greatest hits. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, you had some epic uh, Boba Fett beating the shit out of somebody with the with that stick. Yeah, he's using the Tusken Raider yeah. tools. I, I, I heard that this is the first time we've actually seen Boba Fett in action. This yeah, is yes, in, yes, he's this never is, done anything but die. This is the I, coolest I, he's <laughs> ever been, ever, yes. Because I, I, yeah, I Googled it right after, and then I went to myself, I went, so why is Boba Fett so cool if no one's because ever seen this guy do anything? it was always a mystery of how, because you could it's never the, see his it's face. It's just the suit. Yeah. That's all it is. And he was a badass. But it's, it's the suit. And then you get him in the suit and they do the wide shot. You go, oh, well, he's bar- fat. He can barely squeeze into the thing. <laughs> Poor fucking Boba. Not saying it's not cool. I'm just going, wait, what? This guy's a fat ass in a suit. Fat Boba still badass. Like I loved him in the cloak and the cape. Like he's So he's using sand people weapons, that rifle and that stick. And then just the way... Well, let's talk about the stormtroopers. What does this armor do? What is the point of their fucking armor? Because one shot takes them down, and then he is just destroying. Armor's flying in pieces. These guys are flying in the air. Oh, he was so brutal and badass. I cheered 
like twice during this episode. I literally I threw my hands up. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Two two questions for Rug Boy. Yeah. One. What? So what's the deal with Boba Fett as a Mandalorian? Two. Were you just as happy coming uh, coming out of this episode as you would seem to have been with the previous episodes? Um, I actually okay. I actually. In- enjoyed this episode a lot i i, wow. I think it was um <laughs> i'm still flabbergasted that this is coming out of yeah. your mouth. all right i st- i enjoyed it i mean I'm, I'm not gonna say it's the best television i've ever seen but it was it served its purpose like you know it it number one it, it got rid of the the side quest thing yep so we're now we're not we're in no uncharted territory yeah. okay this was all story all plot going forward um, it's amazing the thing is is that uh, you know, Mandalorian like uh, is like a character that always has someone come in and like help him out, like whenever he needs it. Like <laughs> he's getting he, overshadowed a little bit. Like he's always got someone coming in and fucking yeah. rescuing his balls, he's like like, like a, every episode, like Disney Spider Man. But I mean, that's I'd take that over him being a Mary Sue any day. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, yeah. Like him just being unbeatable all the time. Like so, it it kind of humanizes him that he sucks a little bit sometimes. He has but, his moments, but in this one, really, no, it was like, all... It, it really is a balance. Think about this. Like, yes, Boba... Not Boba Fett. Uh, the Mandalorian fucks up every once in a while. Like, yeah. at least, you know, often, at least every other episode, he fucks up big time. But then he always has a moment where he's badass, too. Yep. So it, it's a balance. He's not always badass, and he's not always... This episode, though, he just lost everything. He didn't really get a lot of action, because Fennec and Bobo were so good at taking down yeah, they got all their the stormtroopers. What's the deal with Bobo? I was, so I'm sure I'm like the only guy listening that doesn't understand. Okay, so basically what happened was, in other things that are now considered not canon, it was said that Boba Fett... And Jango Fett were both not Mandalorian, right? But this retcons it yep. and and basically says that Jango Fett, Boba Fett's father, who was the prototype for all the the clones, mm-hmm. all the clones, like all of the clones of the clone army that mm-hmm. are that are in that I don't know if they're at this point, all the stormtroopers are are him, are clones of him. Yeah. Or maybe before that, I don't know. There's a certain point in time where they were all clones of of Jango Fett, and then they became integrated. They started like recruiting other people to be stormtroopers as well. But anyway, long story short, they retconned it, and they said, "Now, no, his his father Jango Fett was a foundling, just, just like, like Mando, just like Mando. Yeah, so he foundling wasn't. Mean, so they oh they he, they found him. Well, basically, that he wasn't. He's not Mandalorian by birth, uh, but he's raised in the Mandalorian way. So just like uh, Jin Jarin or whatever yep. the fuck his name is, yep, was found. Uh, by them. He was raised in with in a, in a Mandalorian sect, so he is Mandalorian. Uh, but, and then so, but so that means Boba Fett, just by I guess association, is also somewhat Mandalorian, or is entitled to that armor. Yeah, he's entitled to the armor. He's not Mandalorian. Okay. Oh, but, but he, he gets, probably he can, he can get the armor. I would think that Django probably, if he was a foundling, and he still understood the the way of the Mandalorian might have some of it might have you know gotten into Boba Fett at well it seems point. like it did because like the Mandalorians are very about like honor and stuff and it seems like Boba Fett is doing all of this stuff because he gives his word right like he's helping Mando right that's it's, it's a, like an honor well system. yeah now him and uh, Fennec are in his service in his debt right uh, as part of the team but dude so, wait and one more question yeah is this the first time we've seen Boba Fett do good guy things? Uh, yeah. Wasn't he a yeah, bad he's guy? A, he's, a he's a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter. So he yeah. basically, whoever pays him, he does stuff. 
but we've only seen him do the bad stuff. He was canon, trying, right? yeah, he was trying to kill Han Solo and, and all of them in the first three movies. He was like, there was a bounty on Han Solo's head, right? By Jabba the Hutt, so he everybody was after Han Solo, and Han Solo knocks him into the Sarlacc pit. What we don't know is how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. And Why survived. is he not about the money now? Well, I mean, I mean, uh, the Mandalorian himself was about the money at the oh, beginning. Yeah, so true. they're both the same thing. They're both, according to whose side you're on, he's the bad guy or the good guy. Right. You know what I mean? So mm. if you're paying him, he's great. If you're if he's the guy who's killing you or, or capturing you, then he's not so great. My question was, why didn't Boba just take the armor from the marshal who had it this whole time? He obviously That's a great question, and they better answer it. I, I feel like it's maybe it's because he saw the marshal actually doing good and protecting the people at that point, and he needed it. But then, what the fuck? Just take it. You wait till now until the guy steals it. It's because it's Timothy Oliphant. It's Timothy Oliphant. You can't take shit yeah. from Timothy Oliphant. Uh, no, <laughs> dude, I appreciated so many things in this episode. The pacing, like I thought, it would take at least another six more side quests for them to get to the fucking Seeing Stone Jedi Temple, right? No, they're there right away. Puts him on the stone, and he's in the fucking Force Jizz Stream. Uh, my question is, did Grogu contact anybody? Oh, shit. I mean, it's like he started up the internet in like 1993. He's yeah. just waiting for, he's just waiting maybe, for maybe to Maybe the message him. didn't get out. Maybe he's still waiting to connect and get the handshake. That's That would be my next question. Actually. He, de- I mean, it's for sure that someone's going to come. Who is the Jedi that's going to come and help yeah, him? I don't know. It could. He may have Who's going to join their team? They need a Jedi. Is it? A, I mean, Ahsoka is a Jedi. No, well, I we, don't think that, we, named all, we, we named every Jedi yeah, last. It's week. either going to be Ezra or Luke. It could be, I don't know. It's either Ezra, Luke, the guy from Fallen Order. Yeah, Cal or, the, or, or the woman from Fallen Order. Right. It could be Yaddle. It could it be could Mace be, Windu, it, though. It could still. be Mace Windu. Holy shit, it could be anybody. If he even made contact with anyone, which we don't know. I also love how badass Boba was, and he fucking... So the two times I cheered, one was when he shows up in his armor, and I was like, oh, fuck. Geek bonus. And then the second time I cheered, Ruggs, you'll appreciate this, fucking Fennec Shands. So Robert Rodriguez, turn around, jump, turn around, fire shot with the fucking sun yeah. behind her in silhouette. That's the Desperado shot. Oh, my God. It's so good. I love... In every movie, he does that. And he had tons of... Rodriguez had tons of badass shots, people backlit by the sun, that scene where he he uh, he takes down two ships with one rocket, and then you know you're badass when you turn. You don't even wait for the explosion. He just turned, and the thing explodes behind him. Oh, I was shit. like, God damn, that's fucking badass. Yeah, that's some like 1990s shit. I love, I love that shit. And we saw the dark troopers who snatch Grogu, and they appear to be all robots. They they they're so menacing, and then they land and they walk like geriatrics. Yeah, yeah just, they look kind of clunky, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But is this what he's trying to make force sensitive? These robots, or is it something else? Like I'm confused. We won't, I don't know. I can't really put my finger on what he's doing. It, it's a possibility, uh, you know, that they're going to do something with uh, with the robots, but I, or the cyborgs. What the, these things are? These dark uh, troopers. They look but like they're all robots. I, I don't think see... there's another. There's another person. Oh, and yeah, they said like the host. They said the host, else. not the hosts. Oh, prepare so. the host. We have. He says, you "Prepare the host." We have a donor. Yeah, and now Fennec Shan has fucking robotic parts in her side. Thanks to Boba, she's part robot. That was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, what I liked um, the scene at the end where Grogu's in the yes in the in the he's oh in, their, my God. in the jail oh, and he's yes. like 
force choking everyone. Is that the first time he's been violent towards someone that we've yeah. seen? Right? He's that's the first time up we've seen him. We've seen him be like that. Yes, that violent. But uh, holy shit! What was cool? What was interesting is like he was doing that, which like is a new side to him. But then like he, he got tired. Like he yeah, can only he, do it yeah. for so and long. Same thing. Yeah, every time he uses the force, and then he has to take a little nap. And fucking Gideon's there, and he's waving the dark saber around. He's like, hey, you seen this? So you just poke your eye out, which is like a, a nod back to the initial Star Wars movie where Luke right into the barrel of a lightsaber when he didn't know what it was. That would have been hilarious. But uh, yeah, so Mando goes back to Navarro. Cara Dune is now working for the Republic, apparently. Is that what you guys got? That's She's what I a got. ranger. She's a, a, a ranger. And he needs to find Bill Burr. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be like yes. the guy I need to find. I can't wait, Bill Burr. I need to find Bill Burr. Only Bill Burr knows where the Empire ship is. But imagine this team. He's gonna get Bo Katan, Ahsoka wait, Tano. We, what's Bill Burr's character again? Uh, what is he? He's a criminal. He's a criminal. He's just, yeah, he, yeah, he's like a ma- sharpshooter. Okay. Yeah, Miggs Mainfield or something. But if he gets all these people, he has Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka Tano, Bill Burr, everyone who's helped him combine as a, in this amazing team to go and get Baby Yoda back. Holy shit. That's going to be – is that what's going to happen? Are we going to see Admiral Thrawn? Maybe. We'll see Grand Admiral Thrawn, we'll, and will we see a Jedi answer the call? Uh, I was shocking to see Grogu stunned and shackled. I did not like that. But oh, the, I mean, Anthony, like, don't you think it's fun that after an episode, all of these things are like, oh, what's going to happen next? Like, who's how? Isn't that? Oh yeah, no, I'm. I'm I thought this was cool. Uh, I was like, wow, this is this is interesting. I, I'm I'm enjoying where this is going to go. I'm enjoying just the plot itself and where it's leading to. I'm. I'm I have enthusiasm for the fact that everyone seems to be really enthusiastic now about what's going on. So yeah, I I don't I don't have nothing bad to say about yeah. the episode. I just all I had to say all the only bad thing was I was like, man, he's fat. <laughs> hey, listen, he's he's, uh, fat. he's in better shape than a lot of us. So uh, <laughs> Anthony, we don't have the we don't have the luxury of having six pack abs. <laughs> They could have just like not shown that he was fat. <laughs> I think, I like that he's fat because it's dad bod. He's making dad bod sexy again. <laughs> Listener, uh, before uh, before we continue, let us know what you thought. You can join the conversation. Visit, uh, join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Link in the show notes. It is a closed, exclusive group just for you, just for us. Welcome to the group this week: Kevin Cole, Nathan Adamski, and Daniel Gaines. Jock and Nerd. Thanks for joining. Gains. gains. Thanks for the gains. I got mass Get gains. Getting the gym and making gains. Bro, mass gains. Um, so a couple of other Easter eggs I thought were fun. Uh, well, he says dank Farrick again. Uh, I love every time he said Grogu and Baby Yoda looks up at him and he gets a fucking laugh out of it. It's so adorable. I love how the Jedi temple is kind of like a Stonehenge, like a henge circle of stones, ancient Stonehenge uh, format. I have a prediction. What? So you know how the fucking Razor Crest is gone. Yes. Slave and one? Does he get the, slave one? I think that maybe Fupa Fett is going to Wait, who? <laughs> what? what the fuck is Fupa Fett? Because <laughs> well, he's fat. Uh, who the He's Fupa Fett. Oh, oh, yeah. him, I thought you know it was a real yeah, character. Yeah, I thought that was another oh. Fett. A Fett, Fett. Re- related Fett. Yeah, um so Boba Fett maybe he'll die 
in this mission, and then oh no, the Mando will get the fucking Slave One, and he'll inherit dude, that, that ship. Anthony is iconic, and I didn't, oh, I, I didn't know recognize it initially. I was like, I know that ship, and it's the no, fucking when Slave I saw one, that shit, the, I had, I was like, oh my Slave One, he still, it was still works. Oh well, yes, yeah, Boba Fett ship from the original movie, and I remember the toy of that. It was really big because it lays it. down. Yeah, it, like, and then it flies vertically. It's weird. Yeah, it flies in. A, yeah, it's weird. It flies upright, <laughs> but then lands like doesn't make any sense. No, but whatever. It's horizontal. Cool. <laughs> flies vertical what the fuck so they have a bunch of star wars ships like like the b-wings i never understood they just fly like straight across instead of like how you think they would fly. yeah it's really weird uh we mentioned jango fett as a foundling just like man mando uh boba fett's knee missiles that's that's another fucking uh geek boner. Yeah, the knee missiles I, I didn't even know he geek had them uh apparently that's like in canon too or it's been in other Very stories iron man he sounds too. yes yeah uh and then this line where he goes i'm a simple man making my way across the galaxy like my father before me that line references two movies the first part i'm a simple man making my way across the galaxy was jangle fett's line in attack of the clones i believe right yeah and then like my father before me is what luke skywalker says in jedi he says i'm a jedi like my father before me and then the boulder thing reminded me of raiders of the lost ark geek boner another cool little reference there's a lot of like interesting touches i gotta watch this episode again i've watched this episode like four times it was so bad really yes. oh, okay wow. i love it's only a half hour it's yeah something. it's so short and it's all fucking action and shocking things and I just I love watching that. I loved watching them take down the stormtroopers again. You know what things that one thing that really annoyed me was the jetpack thing. What do you mean? Like, he took he off like, the jetpack. He took off the jetpack. Yeah, and they never like show him get it back. And Whatever. So you know, he put he, it on off screen. Who cares? What he just put it on? Does he have it uh, at the end? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if he has it again. He'll get it back. It's you saw it four times. You should know. I don't right? remember exactly. There was no right. need for him to fly at the end because. He couldn't get to Baby Yoda in the in the Force stream. I'm like, did he lose the jetpack? That would suck. Well, he lost like, everything else. He's- I'm like, can he just call it back with the fucking? Yeah, he can. All, right, All okay. he has left is that Beskar spear from and, well, listen, and the ball, the metal if, ball. If if this is what if fucking if um, Boba Fett dies saving Baby Yoda, he's going to take Boba Fett's armor, melt it down with the spear, and make Baby Yoda armor. Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's do that. You think Boba Fett's going to die now yeah. they just brought him back and made him badass? They would just kill him now? After, oh, man. Mm. Uh, listen, I'm. Nothing's off the table. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. You know, it, you know it, for, it is what it is. I mean, like, I'm psyched about what Disney's doing for the first time in a long time. So it, I'm going to try and enjoy it. I mean, it, we're in COVID. Everything sucks. <laughs> it's nice to have something that doesn't, like, suck on ice. And so, uh, it's just yeah. I can't go to the web- internet on Friday mornings until I've watched this show. That's the only problem. No, I gotta I, wake I, up at the crack of dawn yeah, and I watch can't, it. It's totally, dude. It's spoiled right away because it's like out at midnight or whatever. It's very annoying. All right, Anthony, uh, final thoughts on this episode. Give it a rating. I'm going to go 8.5. Oh, shit. Oh, and shit. the reason I am is because we finally got to see this hyped character that even I know about, yeah. um, and- Boba Fett. And other than him being a little chub, uh, <laughs> it was pretty interesting, and I like the direction of them forming some sort of team yeah. or alliance to go get Grogu. And I like the fact, again, that Grogu is uh, has more depth than just a little baby that wiggles his ears there's and some, eats there's random dark, things. There's some dark side in him there. I feel yeah. like there's going to be some more darkness uh, awakened. Uh, yeah. 8.5. Good. Rugs, what would you give it? Well, it's nice 
that uh, we got a little bit more. We could finally see Boba Fett in action. Everybody liked him because of his costume, not unlike Gwenpool. I'm just making a, a, a reference <laughs> to Heather Antos. But anyway, um, but um, it was a fun episode. I got to finally see fucking Boba Fett kick some ass and uh, lots of fucking big stakes. And they they threw away that whole uh, side quest thing. So I'm fucking all all about this episode. I'm gonna give it an eight point five as well. Uh, I um, I fucking loved it. I'm gonna give it like a nine, maybe even nine point five. I my jaw was dropping several times at you know seeing Boba be badass and seeing the Razor Crest destroyed and seeing them get baby Yoda. Fuck, amazing, uh, amazing stuff they did. Uh, and hopefully they can keep this up now. Two, just two more episodes after this. Uh, so I'm going to give it nine, 9.5. Fuck it. It's getting better and better. Uh, you watched it four times. I watched I mean, it you four had times. To like it's it. so good. It's so good. I cannot wait to see how this thing fucking finishes out. And then I'm going to be sad because I know when the next season is coming up, which we will discuss in the next segment. But first, listener, if you're holiday shopping uh, consider using our Amazon affiliate link. All you got to do is go to our website. There's a banner or just type in jockinerd.com slash Amazon. It takes you to regular Amazon. It costs you nothing, but we get a little fucking, a couple of points. <laughs> get a couple of points off the back end there. Uh, and it helps us out and you could do all your holiday shopping and you can visit our shop, jockinerd.com slash shop. It's our T public merch shop. There is a sale this week, December 16th through 18th. Uh, everything's up to 35% off. You get some cheap t-shirts and masks with the Jock and Nerd logo on them. Cool. Put them on, put us on your face and chest. Okay. We are going to come back with some amazing geek-tastic news from Disney Investor Day 2020 right after this. Stay tuned. After these messages, we'll be right back. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character-driven and the stakes are high and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past 10 years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide seven days a week or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on over 30 more podcast outlets. I'm Imran. And I'm Sophia. I'm the brother. And I'm the sister. And we are watching a show about cousins. We're your hosts for Dance of Joy, a Perfect Strangers rewatch podcast. We grew up watching the 80s hit sitcom, and now we'd like you to join us every week as we rediscover our love for our favorite TV cousins, Balky and Larry. You can find our show at danceofjoypod.com and on all major podcast platforms. Now we are so happy, Sophia. We do the Dance of Joy. Iman, this is a podcast. They can't see us. Oh, po-po. Listener, if you enjoy the show, uh, you want to support the show, join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd. And you can support the show on a monthly or annual basis. And for as little as $3 a month, you get access to a bonus exclusive RSS feed with bonus content, bonus audio. The shows come out early just for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, and uh, you help ensure the show keeps going. Uh, yeah, I, I want to thank uh, John Bellotti Jr. for his uh, upped donation of $75 per month. Thank you, John Bellotti Jr. What? Really? Oh, did, did he do that? 
No. No. Ah, damn <laughs> it, trying Bloody. to guilt him into doing it. Oh, my God. I'm like, first oh. of all, he doesn't seem like he would ever do that. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. There's Bilotti. <laughs> Maybe that'll work. Listen, Bilotti's payment <laughs> is that he's the admin of our Facebook group. That's all I need That's you to do, Bilotti, because I don't fucking want to do that, and you're way better at it. Right. <laughs> yeah, he cares. You know, if you know. <laughs> Could do something else. <laughs> but if you want to hear um, my instant reactions to new Mando episodes before we review them on the show, sign up for that. Episode six went up uh, usually on the Friday because I need to watch it before I get on the internet that day because it gets spoiled. Oh, shit. So that's been a lot of fun. Two more episodes left. Can't wait. Jogginerd.com slash Patreon. Visit it today. Jogginerd. Okay. Earlier today, listener, Disney held their 2020 Investor Day presentation. Oh, shit. Something, Jesus Christ. Something that I would think would be something that only investors get to watch, but no, everybody can watch it. I watched the whole thing. It was amazing. So I have some thoughts on why they did that. Okay, why? Because do you think this was, and I'll tell you, they didn't show they didn't show everything on the stream, and I'll explain, but okay. they showed a lot of things. First off, I think, you know, they, they're trying to jump. The first Disney Disney Plus, despite the fact that nothing has come out, I think they have a, like 86 million subscribers. Yes, so they they're, announced 86 they're million subscribers. They want to create some buzz around the industry for like what's coming up, right? To keep people interested in subscribing to Disney Plus mostly and just uh, in Disney in general. Also, I think maybe, maybe not, but I think they might have felt a little threatened by what HBO Max yes. announced last week. Yes. So they were like... Let's just fucking blow the doors off this thing. It, with it this, definitely was the ball was in their court, and you know they can't hold their like D twenty three events, or you can't do San Diego. There's nowhere to announce this, so they're probably like fuck it. Just and it's a, it was a really nice presentation. You had Bob Chapek, Bob Iger, Kathleen Kennedy, Kevin Feige, all the heads of peoples, and nice uh, presentation and clips and. Uh, announcing all of the new shit and some interesting stats. So we will break down here. We're going to start with the Star Wars segment and then MCU news. And then I'll cover some other numbers yeah, we'll, and content we'll, stuff. There, there was more, but we're going to pick and choose yeah, the stuff that so interests our base and yes. us. Oh, my God. There was things that, you know. Because I think they even know, announced like Will Smith was doing yes, that. They Geo announced stuff, right? over 100 titles. <laughs> oh, yes. Will Smith yeah. and Chris Hemsworth are doing the series with Darren Aronofsky for National Geographic. It looks what? cool. Yes, it's weird. <laughs> I know. And it looks really cool. Like, I kind of want to watch it. But in the very beginning, they announced over the next few years, there's going to be roughly 10 Marvel series, 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action uh, movies, and, 50, and, and, and Pixar series, plus 15 all new Disney live action features just for Disney+. Plus. Oh, shit. This is in the next three years in the next few years and basically 80 percent of the 100 plus things they announced today are going for disney plus wow. this is their big uh push obviously one, one actually one comment that just came to mind as i've been watching mandalorian and now um with these announcements is i hope actually i've changed my mind yeah. on the fact that i hope they actually release the episodes weekly oh instead of all at once because i think it's by doing it weekly, I think the buzz, buzz is lasts better. longer, yeah. which I, which was the intent. Yeah. And I remember the shows, actually, now that I'm getting used to watching something weekly, I, I tend to remember the experiences Isn't more. Isn't that weird? Than if I just yeah, binge because everything. it's too much at once, and it all kind of right. gets And then cloudy. you don't know when people binge, so everyone's binging at different right. times. And then once you binge yeah. it, 
Like unless someone brings it up, it's over. And it's you. harder to have. You're done. Yeah, it's harder to have specific conversations about things that happened in the show right. because so much fucking happened and you watch it all. Water cooler talk. Yeah, weekly. Is, yeah. Right. So I don't think they're changing their strategy. I think they're happy with the weekly release. They just need to string things on. In fact, at the end, Bob Iger did say, "Don't worry, things are coming quicker. Uh, we have a hundred plus titles." For next year that we're going to put out. I mean, it, it's insane the amount of stuff they announced. Okay, announce. let's start. Kathleen Kennedy comes out. They did a, you know, a whole, but they, uh, they did the numbers and they did other segments, but the Star Wars segment, Kathleen Kennedy comes out. She starts with Lucasfilm segment. Lucasfilm, segment, yes. Right? Lucasfilm. Because Indiana Jones was yes. announced and I heard, I saw some people going, Indiana Jones yeah, is oh, going to be crossing over. With Star Wars. No, it's under Lucasfilm. So what? this is the Lucasfilm. No, George Lucas made uh, yeah. Willow and, Willow and Indiana Jones. So, so it all, yeah, it so all falls under. It's all under the same uh, banner. Oh, okay, we'll, well get that. Falls under Kathleen Kennedy. She started with The Mandalorian. Uh, They showed a clip of Mando season two, and they're like, we're in Mando season two. In the Mandalorian timeline, two new shows. One called Rangers of the New Republic, possibly featuring Cara Dune now that she's a ranger. I don't know. And Who's Cara Cara Dune? Dune, Gina Carano. Cara Dune. Oh, oh, right, right, right. And then the other show, Ahsoka. Geek boner. Uh, TV show Sokotano set in the timeline of The Mandalorian. The next season of Mandalorian is not going to come out until Christmas of 2021. You have to didn't wait we, a didn't, year. I think well, I might have said it last week. You don't hire uh, what's her face to Rosario do Rosario Dawson for one episode for, to, cameo. For one episode, yeah. yeah. You had to know that they were going to spin that. Right and away. I wonder if this was in the works when they first uh, cast her before the season first season was even shot. But uh, they're doing it. And I like that it's set in the Mando timeline, so it'll be after you know after. Well, if it's Return in trouble, Jedi. the Mando can always like he can pop help, in, yeah, yeah, boost it up again. They are building, you know, that thing they shoot in the volume, which which is the screen above and below mm-hmm. that's amazing, and they showed clips of how mm-hmm. that whole that whole forest scene in the Ahsoka episode that was all the oh, projected. Shit. It was amazing. You can't tell. They are building three more volumes, is what it's called across the world in three different locations uh, hmm. to shoot more shit. They're really investing. It's called Starcraft. It's the name of the company. And uh, they're probably going to rent it to other studios to fucking use what, it. So Rangers of the New Republic would be like, like Cara Dune? Cara Dune and uh, the, the Asian fighter pilot. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Right. Wait, well, what do you guys think about that? Uh, is that interesting? I don't know. I, I, I don't know yet. Uh, that's the least interesting. They needed to... I think that when you have something that's so vague, they should have like added a little bit more depth to it and and set a just kind of set it up a little bit because you really can't talk about. It. You have no idea what the fuck it's about. Like Andor, they talked about. So and, some things they oh, fleshed out, and some things they just yeah. mentioned. So they're just like Rangers of the New Republic. We don't know what the fuck it's about. Ahsoka, I'm definitely Geek way more excited for. Obviously, since well, that you know, it's yeah, Ahsoka Tano. So yeah. like now you you could. Say, okay, I've seen her in a bunch of shit. I've seen her in Mandalorian. I know what it's going to be. So In 2022, Andor series is coming out. It is a spy thriller uh, helmed, written by Tony Gilroy, who wrote Born Identity. Uh, of course, starring Diego Luna as Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Stellan Skarsgård will be in this. They have just began production two weeks ago. Uh, there will be 12 episodes, and there's a little behind-the-scenes featurette. Uh, it looked uh, look pretty good. It's a spy thriller, so... Well, I think Rogue One was probably their most successful side thing they did in this new era of Star Wars in terms of the movies. The Mandalorian and Rogue One are like the best things. Uh, But we know what happens to Diego Luna's character. Of course, spoilers. Spoilers. If you haven't seen the Rogue One, 
he dies. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be before, obviously. Uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So 10 years after Anakin becomes Darth Vader, after the falling out between Obi and Anakin. Ewan McGregor is returning, obviously. And then, holy shit, uh, Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader. Yeah, you like, how do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that. I'm torn. Fuck. Maybe he's become a better actor. Maybe that's been a lot of time, a lot of time to learn. What? Let me ask you. So Hayden, he's going to be Darth. He's Vader. Anakin, he's Anakin. At, he's Darth. Is, Vader. Isn't most? But isn't Darth Vader most of that character behind a mask? Yes. And voiced by like, what is he going to do? Well, they're going to take him off and take off the mask, and he's no, going to fuck because up. Because there's the time. I mean, if you remember the original trilogy, sometimes he would get in his pod, and then he would take off his armor, and he would be so. There'll be opportunities for him to not have the helmet on and be all burnt and shit, I guess. Because he was all burnt up. He's all burnt hmm. up and wrinkly. So do the, why do they need him? And will he sound like James Earl Jones or is he going to sound like Aiden Christensen? The fuck is this? The fuck? Right? What is... Uh, Obi- this seems like a big series. What does Rugboy think about Obi-Wan? Well, I mean, Obi-Wan's a major character. Um, it's interesting uh, that Hayden Christensen's going to be... St- Darth Vader, so that he's going to have to be substantially in the show, right? right. I mean, he's not just going to be in for like a cameo. They wouldn't announce him like I that. I think they should do the same thing they did to David Prowess, make him do all the lines, and then just dub it over. Oh, and don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, <they can> totally <laughs> do that. I don't know. I mean, look, uh, I saw him in a movie that it wasn't Star Wars called Jumper. Yeah. Which was an okay movie. Yeah. Um. He was a little bit better than that, and he was also in a movie with Jessica Alba where um, that I seen it. He was okay in that. Nothing to write home well, about. That's the thing: George Lucas is not really good with d- directing actors. So, yeah, given so, a proper director, who in this case Deborah Chow is directing, she's done a couple of Mandalorian episodes. Really good director. Uh, production begins March 2021, and there was a little featurette about this, too. Didn't really have a lot because yeah. they have not started production. Uh, then she talked about this new Star Wars animated series that's building off Clone Wars. They, she mentioned Season 7 that came out, finished it. It's called Bad Batch. Yeah, um, we saw them in the last... Uh, oh, who are the yeah, Bad Batch? The They're stormtroopers. Well, uh, Ahsoka Tano, I think, teams up with them to uh, go and get get Maul. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so um, they're featured in one of the the segments of uh, the, the last that season. So it's of like Clone a group Wars. of named stormtroopers, like you know who yeah, they are. Yeah, they're 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 defective. Ah, uh, okay. So they don't really they didn't like all of the the clones look like uh, Jango Fett, except for these guys. They're the bad these, batch. These I guys bet. look like Jango Fett, oh, but I like, like it. one of them's really big. Yeah, and, they're all and, like, fucked up. They're not like, yeah, they have different body types. One of them's really skinny. Wow, that's interesting. They showed yeah. a preview. The CG animation looked dope. It looked like Clone Wars. And I kind of like you're focusing on Stormtroopers. It's something I always wanted to know more about Yeah, some Stormtroopers. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd rather see something else, but whatever. Let's do it. How about like, this? I mean, they weren't bad. How about this? Something else. There's a series called Star Wars Visions. It is a Japanese anime Animated short film anthology, 10-episode series, Star Wars through the lens of Japanese anime artists. Well, you know, they're trying to get uh, another audience in there. Well, they did the same thing with Batman and The Matrix, and, like, those are really cool. But Batman and The Matrix are, like, uh, I guess they appeal to anime because anime kind of goes in crazy-ass directions. Yeah. 
it's going to be interesting to see them kind of do this family-friendly stuff. I mean, they can. They do it with Pokemon and stuff. The next thing Kathleen Kennedy announces, here's where there's some more vague shit they did just like earlier. Uh, there's a Lando series. Geek boner. Uh, being uh, cr- How is that vague? Because that's all she said. Lando series oh. created by uh, the guy who did Dear White People for Netflix. He's running the show. And then this is where... Is, I, is, is Childish Gambino Well, be they bad? didn't mention. But this is where I feel like they held back they blacked out certain things for actual investors on the call because there were times where she's like for the lando series she was like here's a clip of lando and there was no clip they were like the presentation returns in a minute 20 and there's a countdown clock Mm. so it may have just some things were just for actual investors and not for the public or they're waiting to release it later another vague thing she's like here's another tv series it's called the acolyte Disney Plus TV series, it takes place during the final days of the High Republic era rugs from the creator of Russian Doll. Interest does that yeah. sound interesting? Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be like a Sith centered story. Who is so the it's acolyte? Be, I was like, what the fuck is this acolyte? I don't know. Because I, I feel like it's about it's a Sith High story. High Republic era is the Sith yeah. story. I think that the, the 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 notion of Jedi and Sith weren't like as cemented during that time you know she does mention she's like the star wars uh franchise spans twenty five thousand years she said oh shit so this is the high republic is going to be early star wars okay wait there's a couple of the shitty ones i want to get to the big ones then there's something called a droid story which features r2 i don't care about r2d23 po on a special mission to introduce a new hero i don't know what that is uh then she goes to willow the Willow series is set to decades after the 1989 movie. Warwick Davis returning, Anthony, your favorite, <laughs> your favorite little guy, John Modigan, John Chu, directing uh, for Disney Plus 2022. Is that, is that guy is Val Kilmer alive? Val Kilmer, I he's think alive, is still but he's alive, sick. but he's not oh, doing well. Fuck. Yeah, I don't he's think like he's not doing well. I don't think Mad Mardigan yeah. is going to be in the series. Unfortunately, that would be uh, if. Hopefully he, looks he can terrible. recover. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe he can recover and and do this. Then the thing you were talking about earlier, she goes, "Indiana Jones Five is happening." Geek boner. We got director James Mangold, good director, who did Logan and uh, that car movie. What was the car movie called? Ferrari, Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari, Ferrari. Yeah. Harrison Ford is returning. She said this will conclude Indiana Jones's adventures, July twenty twenty two. Last. Is, oh, it's the last. The last is this for Disney Plus or no, this uh, is a, this is a movie. Movie. Now we're but getting is it Disney Plus. Yeah. I didn't hear you. No, it's a. It, this is a movie feature film. Movie. Yeah, no, it definitely would be. That, yeah. That's money in the bank. They don't want to. And then she that. goes, "Okay, Star Wars movies. Here's what we got coming. There is a new feature with Taika Waititi. Geek boner. He is writing it now. Uh, all they showed was a picture of Taika and this logo. It, it said Star Wars, but it was like this hand drawn logo, like a like a Saturday morning cartoon of that the words were made out of stone and it was really colorful and it was kind of like like a Monty What's Python. It, called? I, it, it just said Star Wars. It didn't say what it was what, about. Oh, I was trying to look on this graphic of where I could find. No, it. Th- there was no name. It was like our next film, Taika Waititi. He's it's writing it now. The Children no of Blood and Bone. No, that? That, that's a different. Uh, that's a different thing. I don't know what that was. That's a, the Lucasfilm thing. Not under. Oh. Not under any franchise. That's a book adaptation that they're oh, doing under Lucasfilm. Yeah, it's confusing. Yes, it's confusing. And then the big news: Patty Jenkins is directing the next Star Wars movie. It's called Rogue Squadron. Geek about fighter pilots, probably Top Gun like, releasing Christmas twenty twenty three. Yeah, the game Lots. is very popular. So. Rogue- I'm- 
makes sense. So she put out a little video of her rollerblading on a, a, an airport airfield, and she's like, I love two things, and I get to work with both of them. She's like, I like speed, I like flying, and I like Star Wars. And so I think she's going to make like the Top Gun Star Wars movie is what it's going to be like. cool. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. People are excited I mean, about that. What I'm the most excited about as uh, in in this order yeah. is Ahsoka. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Uh, Obi Wan. Ah. My balls was hot. <laughs> Obi Wan. Okay. Alkalite and then Andor at the end. Oh. Those are the those in that order. Do you think any of these show all these shows are going to make it, or do you think one of the my one of some of my friends were like. They can't make all this. One of these is gonna like get die right. and not get, get made. You mean? I, I mean, I think they'll make one season. It would be of it. stupid if Obi Wan dies, yeah. because you got uh, people coming back from the movies and stuff like right. that. Alkalite and the Rangers. I think that, uh, and then um, I think that those are disposable. Maybe Lando won't happen. Like I a don't droid know. story. Maybe that's for kids. What, you what, know. Do you, what do you? What are your guys' overall thoughts of them? Like, so it sounds like they're just banking on the fact, like the the Mando goodwill is all of a sudden like reinvigorated the Star Wars franchise. What do you think about them announcing a thousand shows? <laughs> I think it's well, great they're staying in the, in that period. Well, they're rela- what's what are these things related to? You got Mando adjacent, yeah. like Ahsoka and Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. Then you got Andor, which is Rogue, Rogue One, One adjacent. adjacent. Which is also very good. And then, and then you got um, Obi-Wan, now which the, everybody loves. You got Obi-Wan that's obviously in canon after the Return of the Sith. Yeah. And then the now the the one that no one really knows about, which is going to be like the hard one, is the Alkalite because that takes place in a completely different timeline With, that we don't even yeah, know. About no characters yet. have been introduced in live is, action. Is this Visions one going to be related? That's that's the anime. That's an anime right. anthology. Oh, right. So that could be anything. That could just be little one-off stories. You know, I mean, Rogue Squadron. Uh, Rogue Squadron. I can't. Whoa. Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Did I say that wrong ten times? Um, you got it wrong right on the tenth. Yeah. <laughs> Like I feel like that'd be a cool show, but I'm not really excited about it. I'm that's more, a movie. Yeah, that's a movie, and it's well, a, that's a movie, yeah. not a show. No, yeah. Rogue Squadron is oh, the, that's next the next Star that's Wars the next movie. Star Wars movie. Yes. Oh, it's a yes. movie. I kept on thinking it was a series. Oh. No, no. Taika and Patty Jenkins are doing the next Star Wars movie, and obviously, there's more further production on Patty's Rogue Squadron. But you would think I would be. Ex- I'm more excited for the TV shows than the movies at this do, point. Do you guys think like Star Wars is back? Because like fuck. that that end, what was that the the third one? Yeah, what was that called? Uh, the fuck, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker was hot. It, it's, hot it's, it seemed like it, oh. you stick a fork in Star Wars, the, the whole, it's done. Yeah, that and now like Mando's hot again. The whole trilogy like, you think, is a mess. You think they can they can ride the wave and keep it going? I mean, I think that they have a few things. It's not all like guaranteed. There's maybe like three or four things that are actually going to prop this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um. It's anybody's game. It's a roll of the dice. It's an interesting because, direction from her for sure, but they're mixing anime. They're mixing uh, like live action. The great thing about the Mando, yeah. is it's kind of like a space western, like Star Wars set out to be in the beginning. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's easily digestible. It's not overly political. It's just kind of like there and fun. Mm-hmm. And so, as long as uh, it continues in that fashion, I think they're going to be fine. So we don't really know what direction they're going to go in. But if they kind of stay true to what they're doing with Mando and they learn their lesson, uh, I think that it's um, interesting. Be okay. Overall, Geek I would say for the direction for Star Wars. I, I think what I think from, from my perspective is I think they always wanted to blow up Star Wars like Marvel. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. 
and they were trying to do that with the movies, but they were like they were trying to figure out these anthology movies yeah. plus like the the can the 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 Skywalker series stuff, and they're trying to figure out how to balance that. And they were going too fast, and they they fucked up. But they've always wanted to do this, and they finally have something on a roll with Mando. And they're like, we've always wanted to blow this thing up and blast it out like Marvel Universe, and now's our chance. So let's go for it. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic, we have Disney Plus now. We can just throw all this shit on there. So I think this was always a plan. It's just they were pussy. They were they were trying to figure out the way to get it done and announce it and now they feel like they have an opportunity it's definitely here. been accelerated yeah you know as everybody's I mean, plans they still have, have been room to grow right yeah. they, netflix still has double the subscribers that they yeah. they have yeah. oh yeah they're, they're still trying growing yeah. yeah so they still got a lot of room to grow so they they have something to shoot for and i think that at this point in time while they're growing is when they're going to spend the most money to try and fucking get something going and I really thought that when they first launched this app, they had nothing new on it. It was just all of their their library. And I'm like, there's nothing that's exclusive like Netflix has. And so to see this gives the app so much value, especially mm-hmm. if you're a Star Wars fan and especially if you're a Marvel fan after you see the rest of the shit that they announced. I mean, I think part, it's of, fucking good for them. part of it was COVID too, but now they are ready to, I think, conti- I think they'll be able to cycle new content better with all these things they're announcing if the things get done in time. Okay, so this is Star Wars. We, we, we're in done Lucasville. with Star Are you guys ready? Take a deep breath. Geek uh, We're going to talk about the MCU updates. Kevin Feige came out, led the whole thing. It was very excited. Take it to Ready? I was very excited to see him. I was like, oh, fuck, Kevin Feige. Let's go. He starts with WandaVision. That's, of course, coming out January 15th. He said a lot of interesting things. He said this is an expansion point for MCU ter- tra- storytelling this show and they dropped a new trailer oh shit Geek trailer number two from wandavision you guys did you watch it what did you think i did let's get i kind of i like this one in first, that it's explaining off, a little he bit he more. also said though that this connects to multi doctor strange yes which also that movie is going to connect to spider-man so yes and he said a little tidbit he said there. elizabeth olsen is shooting doctor strange 2 right now in london and they've added america chavez the character to Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I wow. I forgot who the char- the actor is playing. They so- showed her. But, so, uh, yeah. From what I've seen in WandaVision, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised that there was... Uh, obviously, they have this, like, alternate reality where they're in the TV and they're in, like, classic 50s TV and they go up through the ages, through the 60s, through the 70s. Yeah, they do a better job but of explaining as, that. At a certain point... It snaps to MCU movie reality. Yes, that and was it ties it in. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of on board for this. I'm I'm connecting with this a little you bit. You saw more. a little bit of action. You see the Mind Stone. There's fucking tanks and armies, and they gotta. She's like, we have to. We gotta fix this. We gotta save ourselves. And it yeah. snaps out of this TV reality. But I do love how they show you every decade of the TV shows from Dick Van Dyke to the Brady Bunch to like the 90s. Uh, it looks like a lot of fun, but then some substantial shit at the end, Anthony. What did you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you guys. I think that that first trailer, I was like, oh, this is kind of... What is this? This is interesting. It looks yeah. way different. Yeah. Um, but I liked that, first off, that they're going for a different look, but also that, as Ruggs mentioned, they're tying it in. I liked that the, the setup of it being this alternate reality, but like there's this darker thing. Like she's, It seems like she's surrounded by these characters and trying to make that 
make this reality like pleasant, but she's actually stuck in some sort of like really dark thing that needs to be, she needs to be like saved or get saves people or get these people out of it. And like shit's really fucked up. So like there's this like lipstick of this being okay. And that's how that's what they're using to uh, recreate the old look of these shows. But then it glitches and you see the truth. There's something fucked up happening. And and, and there's now a lot more mystery rather than it being like a cutesy like, oh, look at look at Marvel doing the Dick Van Dyke impression. It's actually like something more. Yeah, Not entirely a straight up comedy. And uh, I loved seeing her fly. And hopefully by the end, her like power, more of her powers are unlocked uh, and it ties into. Doctor Strange and the other shows because everything there was enough connect. there where it's like you can see where it's going, but there's still questions. Like it, it was a good trailer to make you wanna definitely okay, let's let's figure this out. They were let's smart to here. show you that the actual reality and a little bit of story because that's what it needed, and they did it. Fuck, I'm down for that. Yeah, I, I I was yeah, I was already like, whoa, fuck. The <laughs> next thing he went on to was Falcon and Winter Soldier, the show that was supposed to come out before. It is now coming in March, he mentioned. He said this is a Marvel movie over six episodes, and they released a trailer. Oh, shit. Holy shit. They didn't you- show U.S. Agent in this trailer at all. They didn't show you his uh, U.S. Agent. You see a guy running in the field, you know, the football scene where he's the yeah, guy. I think that's him. Uh, but. Fuck, dude! What'd you think of this trailer? This thing looks dope. Also, it looks like a movie. It does. Yeah. It looks wow. every bit of a Marvel movie as, and they said it's a, basically a Marvel movie in six episodes. So it's probably six half hours. That episodes. fucking scene at the end of him flying through the cliffs and the helicopters are shooting missiles. That looks like a fucking movie. Oh, I mean, geez. straight up Marvel movie. I was surprised, but then I thought, like, we watch Mandalorian every week, and that looks yeah. like a movie. Like, this is the kind of level that I feel like. Game of Thrones yeah. kind of started. Yeah. And that right. like you make these TV you just throw you make TV shows you like make movies. it indistinguishable what you're watching. And that you should you should make them like movies why not? You have the money uh the the look the chemistry between these two looks great. I can't wait to see the the, the these two work off each other and you get a quick shot of Baron Zemo. Um yeah. and yeah, it looked fuck. it looked fucking it looked i mean it 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 gave off the air of like you guys mentioned a movie like a credibility Big explosions that, like, action oh, well, it's one thing to make it look theatrical but to make it on the level of of like a marvel movie that is like they're spending millions and millions of dollars on yeah it's good it's good that they can pull that off march 19th and, 2021 is the date it has a date fuck that was amazing i can't wait for that then uh, Faiji mentions Black Widow really, really quickly. Basically, <laughs> said coming out in theaters. He said coming out in theaters May seventh, twenty twenty one. And then he moved on, and that was it. That, that was is it. Still a, uh, I would say the spring putting on my scientist hat. Yeah, spring is still a coin flip. <laughs> if that's a, if that's actually a good release. John Campion's scoop was incorrect. I really thought they were gonna come out with a big thing saying it's coming out date date on Disney Plus or something, but nope. They, I think they, their strategy still at this point, other than like the Mulan and and yeah. uh, like some of the other properties that aren't Marvel. I think Marvel still wants to save their tentpole stuff, their movies for the movie theater. I think they still want to they they want to delineate between Disney Plus and, and movie. Uh, I was thinking about it again, and they can because they they are making original movie quality shit for Disney Plus already. So they don't need to put that well, fucking thing up. The the only issue is if COVID's not under control by May, yeah, then, how long then how later you, you delay yeah, all are, these movies? Yeah, are you pushing it back? So also, the, okay, another rumor I heard. This is why I thought they would say Black Widow's coming out earlier because Florence Pugh, 
This may be spoiler alert. Little spoiler alert. Apparently, Florence Pugh is in Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the Hawkeye show, which Hawkeye takes place like five years later, alluding to maybe she is now the Black Widow. But that's why they need to get uh, Black Widow out to fucking establish Florence Pugh before these other things come up. Could be it could be uh, a problem if they don't have everything uh, sequentially out at the right time. This could be an issue. Then he moved on to another Disney Plus show, Loki, coming out May twenty twenty one. This will be a crime thriller, and this also had a fucking trailer. And this trailer is wild. This I thought was the craziest, like wackiest thing, uh, and I totally sucked me in. Uh, what did you guys think? I love how it starts with the scene from Endgame where he gets loose and then he's just in the desert and there's like Mongolian people staring at him for some reason. I have no idea what the show is about. I just know that it looks interesting. I just, I, I didn't know what to, th- to to think about it because crime thriller is it's a heist show throughout time. Yeah. It's a crime thriller throughout time. You see Owen Wilson, and he's wearing uh, the the jumpsuit that says TVA, which is the Time Variance Authority, similar to like Umbrella Academy, those hmm. people who control the time. But then the clips they show are different locations, different time settings, uh, different costumes, uh, and it's 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 wild. And then the fucking scene at the end, Anthony, where he jumps out of the plane with I like I think he may be DB Cooper in that one. He jumps out of the plane with a bag of money, and he's like, "I hope Heimdall's ready." Right into the fucking Bifrost, Geek picks him up, and then you just see money floating. I was like, "Oh fuck, that's great! I love that." What do you make of this? I thought it was also interesting. I was like, "What? What? Where? What is going on? What's happening?" It's Tom Hiddleston back. Um, you have Owen Wilson in Owen this. Owen Wilson, I was yeah. Going, I'm not, this was another one. I'm, maybe I'm just like creaming myself over Marvel, but I was just like, "Wow, this is another good thing I'm going to watch." Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm waiting for the nerds to actually do like a uh, uh, a, a breakdown of it so I can watch it on yeah, YouTube see, what, and be like, okay, that's what they're doing. But this looks completely different than WandaVision, than Falcon, and Winter Soldier. I like how everything looks different. It's one of those things where I wanted to watch a trailer more than once to yeah. kind of really yeah. Dude, there's a shot. It. There's a shot in here where a, a planet is exploding. There's another shot in here where the city is demolished. You see the Avengers Tower all broken and leaning over. Like, what the fuck is happening in this show? It's amazing. I can't wait. I loved it. Next. Next, Kevin Feige. <laughs> there's, a there's more. Kevin Feige uh, moved on to uh, What If, the animated series, coming out next summer. And there was a first. That looks look. like fun. Yeah, yeah, the animation looks fun. I'm- that also, I I was like, that looks fucking great. Like, <laughs> look at this. This is awesome. Look at look at all the stories they could possibly tell. T'Challa, T'Challa could have been a guardian. Yeah, What's T'Challa going on here? as Peter Quill as uh, Star Lord and all these cra- and like Peggy Peggy Carter as uh, Captain America. Zombie Cap. Zombie Cap. I always loved the What If comic books. I used to buy them all the time. It's a lot of fun. It's Marvel's Elseworlds. Uh, and the animation looks this fucking dope. This should have been out already. I know. I, that's, taking them so long. That's why I was like, next summer? It's really? animation. You guys are sitting at home. You should have been drawing this shit. It should have been done. What is taking yeah, so long? Well, you, need to, you don't need people to do this. You don't this. have to worry about MCU canon or storylines. Just fucking put it out. Uh, the, one, the one thought that crossed my mind, yeah. kind of sad, yeah. was because uh, I know they have T'Challa. And I was like, did they get yes. Chadwick Boseman in That's time? his last role as Black wow. Panther. Will be in wow. What If. Yes. That'll be, yes. That'll be odd watching it that. It will be... We'll and we tough. finally found out how to pronounce Shang-Chi. How do you, is that how you say it? He said Shang-Chi. He said, he said she, not 
Chi. So the next the next thing he talked about was the Shang Chi movie rap production in Australia. He talked about how awesome Simu Liu is in the cast. This will be coming out July 9, twenty twenty one, and that was really it. Uh, then he moved on to Miss Marvel. Also, another date that's uh, July nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll anything see. in the summer. I think a lot of these may still get pushed back. I don't know, but then you got to push. No, everything no, I think. Back. What do you think? If it gets warm out, then all of a sudden uh, people are going to be outside again, not spreading it as much, right? Yeah, maybe. Well, we thought that last. Yeah, it time. didn't happen last time. <laughs> well, you we went got, to we, the movies in the summer. I was the I, I was the only one there. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was one, one of one. Oh shit. <laughs> So we'll see what happens. That's how you watch movies now, 2020. Uh, then he mentioned Miss Marvel, which will be coming out later next year on Disney+. Plus. There was a little featurette with a li- some clips of her, a lot of behind the scenes, a lot of clips of when she got cast. Uh, she still looks really, really young. I'm curious as to what uh, age she's supposed to be. You know what? Be. That This actually was... Uh, it was it better. It was, it was better yeah. because you actually saw like a little bit of her personality. Yes. And it, like, you know... That helps. Yes, it was. You know, de- like, yeah. like, you're like, oh, she's kind of like, I, I, she's kind of like a sweet person. Yeah, I like, kinda a, like her. the girl next door. She does look like she's like five. Though. She, she looks really so does young, look like- but it was better than the set. F- photos. First off, yeah. Again, I mean, what's gotten into Rug Boy saying positive things <laughs> about the everything? Fuck is going Number on? two, I also agree. The clips, here. I was like, yeah. I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I could see this little girl yeah. doing it. This is awesome. So I can't wait to see her in her own show. Here we go in the movies. Yes, here we go. Here now, everything is connecting. Things are getting bigger. After well, also one thing on the little girl yeah. is like they don't have very many little girls no, in the Marvel universe, no. right? So it's like, whoa, this is this is cool. This will be a different flavor. Especially not very many yeah. Pakistani Muslim, Im- you know, with immigrant parent, well, teenage not girls. Even, not even mentioning throwing that in. Yeah. Just the fact yeah. that she was just a little girl. Yeah. That all these girls are going to look up to Miss Marvel and looking up to Captain Marvel. So will you. I, I, I'm Miss Marvel. Boo. And she's going to be in Not Captain funny. Marvel. That's right. the next thing. Kevin Feige moves on to Captain Marvel 2. It is in the works. And he announced that uh, uh, Iman Vellani will be co-starring. He used the words co-starring in Captain Marvel 2, also in Captain Marvel 2, Tayona Paris playing Monica Rambeau, who we will have met by then in WandaVision. So, like, all this shit is now tying, wrapping together. That's fucking dope. Uh, then he mentioned Eternals, and then that was it. He's like, Eternals, it's coming out, here's the cast. Well, potentially, the again, I'll mention, potentially a move uh, directed by the person that might have made the movie of the year in Nomadland, Chloe Zhao. So. Oh, Chloe Zhao directing Eternals. That's right. Oh, Nomadland about the RV and uh, yeah, yep. Francis McDormand. Yep. Uh, then he moved on to the Hawkeye TV series, which he said will come out late next year on Disney+. Plus. Now, there's been set photos uh, of the show. They started right. shooting it. I've seen him. You see Haley Steinfeld. You see the dog, and he confirmed Haley Steinfeld is indeed playing Kate Bishop. Geek boner. Uh, some of the shots. I like her in, I liked her in, in Bumblebee. Bumblebee. She's great, dude. She's she's nice to look and at. I think they and confirmed too that this is in between that five year jump. I like it's like it year was, two or three. I thought I thought I read somewhere that it's five years later oh. after Endgame. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I missed so something. So the other thing that's interesting, looking at the set photos, uh, Jeremy Renner has an earpiece. They have a dog. They were shooting in the subway. This is straight up the setup from that Matt Fraction Hawkeye series where that's Pizza Dog. There's one episode of the comic book told from the point of view of the dog, and it's fucking the best episode. Oh, shit. Just told in drawings and icon- iconography. Episode. Issue. Sorry, issue. It's a it's it's a issue of a comic book told from the point of view of Pizza Dog. So great, but it's a he great series. He doesn't read comics. Get him out of here. 
Yeah, no. I you can anybody can read comics. They're for everybody. <laughs> you can't. I can't read, Literally. but that's different. Uh so Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Haley Steinfeld confirmed. Then he moved on to She Hulk. Also confirmed She Hulk will be played by Tatiana Maslani. As reported, Tim Roth is returning as a wow, awesome awesome Superman. Oh, yeah, that's, awesome. that's probably that character, the best. awesome. Tim Roth is great. Mark Ruffalo will be in it also. And uh he's like she's a lawyer, so who knows? Who else can show up? Love that Tim Roth. Fucking is Tim Roth is abomination is dope. Yeah. That was such a genius move. Can you imagine? Yeah, that'll be great. Does he still have the powers? Does he still turn into abomination? Does I he mean, have he, the he, fins on the yeah. ears? You know, it was a waste. You know, to only use that character once and to like just side side um, sideline. Yeah, and, so, yeah. and it was an early really movie. Good. It didn't work. Everything got fucked up. But they brought back General Ross from that movie. You know, so. Yeah. Now they're bringing back Tim Roth. And then he went mentioned Moon Knight. Uh, he said it's going to be an action-adventure Indiana Jones type. He said multiple personalities, Egyptology. That was about it. No more information. Then he's like, here's new shit we have not announced anywhere. Geek boner. Right? Secret Invasion TV series for Disney wow. Plus. Sam Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as Telos returning. Wow. Uh, we are gonna, <laughs> we're getting a show about Skrulls. And uh, Skrulls on Disney Plus. That's wild. That's fucking cool. awesome. Yeah, Secret Invasion. Uh, and a lot of these were rumors we mentioned last week. These are coming true. Ironheart series, Riri Williams, played by Dominique Thorne as uh, a new Iron I have Man. to look up who Dominique Thorne is. She's, uh, you know, she looks like Riri Williams. Just do a lot of people know what Riri, Riri Williams, Williams looks is like? a teenage black girl scientist who's very smart and she dons her uh, an Iron Man type suit, but she goes <laughs> by the name Ironheart. Like a Care Bear. She's the Care Bear. Okay. Uh, next TV show, Armor Wars. Don Cheadle How are they going to do this without Iron Man? Don- it's, you can't do this Which without one? Iron Armor Man. Wars? Armor what Wars. is Armor Wars? Don Cheadle returning is War Machine for this. It's what if the machines go bad, basically. So, if well, the tech goes, yeah. well, goes oh, that's sideways. Right. That's right. Yeah, when uh, Tony Stark created Iron Man, this was in the 80s. It was, uh, it was like a... Uh, it was a whole run of like... Uh, his armor fell into the wrong hands and like all of these different people had kind of a version of an Iron Man armor and, and Tony Stark had to go kick all of their asses and take the armor back. It's like the spider Island of Iron Man. Yeah. So well, I think, I think they could do it if like, because he's dead, maybe someone was able to hack the codes because he's not cons- consistently updating it. And now so it's going to be Don, it's Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle feels like yeah. obligated to, to clean up the mess. He's, it's going to be his show. Yeah. He's going to have to, I think it's just more or less they're like, Damn, we gave Cap Cap side, Black Sidekick a show, and, and Don Cheadle's never gotten any love. Let's get him a show. Don Cheadle's like, what about me, man? Come on, give me a TV show. You're, Tony Stank. They're, Tony Stank. They're literally giving everybody a TV show. Everyone, everyone. I want your head up when I throw my fist in the air. Remember that. Uh, and then he's mentioned the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're doing a holiday special. James Gunn writing and directing. They're going to shoot this during Guardians of the Galaxy 3 production. And uh, there will be some Baby Groot animated shorts on Disney+. Plus. Now, in the movies. More more stuff. More stuff. Kevin Feige, you said in January we are shooting Thor Love and Thunder with the villain played by Christian Bale as Thor the God Butcher. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Oh, Gore the God Butcher. Jesus Christ. I I spelled that wrong. (laughs) I read that comic, though. That was the Jason Aaron uh, Gore the God Butcher. Christian Bale, and then this is also Jane Foster becoming Thor and all that other shit. That that, that storyline, Gore the God Butcher, was 
gore hunting Thors across different yeah, timelines yeah. and, it was, and killing. And it all was of great. Them. Remember they had the young Thor and then like yeah. middle aged Thor, Thor and old Thor yeah. and they all oh, had is, two- is Christian Bale gonna have like that mask on and the big low like ears or whatever those uh, I don't know. He was like a demon looking thing with a big yeah. sword. Christian Bale, I mean, kind of looks like a demon if he like shaves his beard, but, but then not like that. Guardians are in this too. You got Peter well, Quill. This guy has no nose. He's got the Voldemort. No. Or you think? Do you think Christian Bale will method act so hard that he will cut off his own nose? <laughs> he might. <laughs> he might actually do that. He's like, I'm gonna be gore. I gotta do it for real. I gotta be gore. Uh, so that's exciting. Then he mentioned Blade with Maharshala Ali is coming. That was it. He's like Blade coming yeah uh ant-man and the wasp ant-man 3 is called ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is the name of the movie that's kind of a lame title everybody returning from uh the second movie including cassie an older cassie lang and well cassie's recast yes she's she's like she's a different person no no it's a different actress from even uh, endgame oh really yeah, well, she, Catherine Newton, I believe it was Langford. It was a different Catherine. It was Catherine Langford yeah. before. Yeah, this one is yeah Catherine Newton. So, and as we discussed, Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Supposedly the, the next big Avengers baddie. So interesting that they're putting Dude, him in, in Ant Man. I know. I'm looking forward to Kang time traveling Kang's adventures. Uh, and then uh, Kevin Feige did a little Chadwick Boseman tribute. Of course, he had to talk about Boseman who uh, we lost earlier this year, 43. And he said, we will not be recasting Black Panther. Oh, shit. He said that pretty explicitly. He said Ryan Coogler is working on it now for July 8th, 2022 release. Thoughts? Not recast. Well, um, what, what what's kind of weird is the, the, the girl who played... Uh, Chadwick Boseman's sister, what's her name? I forgot. Uh, her name. Letitia Wright. Letitia yeah, Wright. Yeah, she's in trouble on Twitter. Yeah, so she might not and be they, able to be the they next. They want Black her not Panther. to be the next Black Panther. Yeah, there's a there's a big because uh, she's an anti-vaxer. Yeah, there's a kerfuffle there. Yeah, don't yeah Twitter. Don't they? Yeah, they, that don't thing do it. Over. Don't, just she don't, dele- don't listen she to She deleted Twitter, her please. account too because she was getting her ass. But. It could be problematic or people will forget probably by then. We'll see. And then the last biggest thing, he's like, oh, one more thing, everyone. We're doing Fantastic Four. John Watts is directing. Oh, shit. So, holy shit. We were waiting for a Fox property to show up. Was it going to be X-Men? Was it going to be FF? And here it is. John Watts of Spider-Man, Homecoming, and the second movie, Fame. Uh, that's, that's good. I don't know. I, don't. I feel like... So, I've... I, I feel like John Watts has just been okay as Spider-Man director, yeah. but I think Marvel Studios likes him so much. Well, they can mold and like, him Technically, and those Marvel Studios films are also Sony that they, I think they wanted to lock him into another oh, Marvel property. Oh, and not a Sony shared property. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Where they could, where they could still keep him in-house. I mean, I think he will be, he'll do fine. He can be molded. They have a style that the script's got to be good. Uh, Rugs, Geek Boner, Floppy Jock for Fantastic Four. For Fantastic Four, he's fine. I mean, the Homecoming movies are um, in the same ballpark as a Spider-Man. So it's kind of like, you know, not too serious, not too scary, yeah, not family too jarring. Friendly. It's kind of like vanilla. So, and uh, yeah. Not too hot, not too cold. <laughs> just right. Just right. <laughs> oh. uh, and that, this porridge is just right. That was it for uh, the Marvel announcement. Well, let's take a breath and just recap. Yeah. Like, wow. 
I mean, like they've really they're blowing this. What are you water. most psyched about? Fuck, I don't even know. Like, All- I just remember seeing that the, the Winter Soldier, the whatever, the Winter Soldier. Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier show looks amazing. That yeah. is the first thing that stood out. Like, oh, I can't wait for fucking that to happen. I guess, I guess the trailers, like the WandaVision, and like you, like you mentioned, Captain America or Falcon and Winter Loki. Soldier. Anything with a trailer yeah. got me pumped up. Um, like, I have no feeling for Eternals. None. I wish they would yeah. show us something from Eternals, because me neither. Like, I don't know what to expect. I got, there's no... Got I mean, I'm kind of, like, cool nothing. with the, the, the Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Moon Knight stuff. That's kind of interesting to me. And um, I, I'm scratching my head about Armor Wars. Um, Secret Invasion, that sounds, like, interesting. But, uh, yeah, the, the clear winner, I think, for me, is the Falcon Winter Soldier. I would say the the clear floppy jock for me is the the baby group or the Guardians holiday special. The holiday special. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say it because I always shit on James Gunn. <laughs> I'm glad someone else is doing it. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just meaningless stuff. Um, but overall, I was just like, I mean, I was like, whoa, this yeah. is I'm pumped again for Marvel. And I was the other thought I had was, man, this is like. It's gonna to be tough for like the casual fan to follow all this stuff now and how this is gonna weave in and you out. You have to but get both. You have to sign for, up for, for Disney someone Plus. like me. I'm like, great. Like I I I want to be able to weave in and out of like, especially with the way the excitement that uh, um, Rugs has had over Mando. I'm like, I, I want to have that same feeling of like TV shows <laughs> yeah. weaving into other stuff yes. and and movies and all that. So like I'm 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 into That's it. That's interesting because like they're. They're doing a Marvel with the Star Wars, and they're doing kind of a Star Wars with the Marvel, you know, yeah, and right. working the same angles. Think about this, okay? We have so many different avenues, right, of shows coming out, completely all over the place. Mm-hmm. There is a potential that some of these will may spin off into other shows. Oh, absolutely. Like they might bring on a character that we weren't even expecting absolutely. to show up, and then that could all of a sudden catch... Basically, like a comic book, you know what I mean. Mm. Um, so, uh, do you have to read the comics to be able to sit at the table for these shows? Not for okay. <laughs> the bar of entry is low for TV, right? You don't yeah. have to do shit, so it's great for everyone. You know what Stan would say if he saw this? Excelsior! Fucking fantastic. That's well, it does seem like the Disney Plus, their strategy is to take these smaller things or characters that like had a more of a sideline role in the movies and give them their own stuff. Like It seems like they have two strategies, right? Like there, There's the sidelined characters that get their own thing in the movie, in the TV shows, and then there's like the experimental characters that maybe could pop off into movies. Yeah. So they're like weaving p- between both of those. Yeah, I think that's a, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. They did it in comic books. They're going to try it with TV now. This is all this. All of this is being built on shared universe that comic has established yeah. for for years. Yeah. So now they're going to try and take what comic books do and do it with the TV shows and possibly movies. They've already done it with movies, but it's different because they can't move as quickly as with TV. Like uh, when you make a movie, you make the movie and then that's it. When you right. make a show, you can course correct. Next right. season, you have a chance, or whatever, or mid-season, you could even make a change. So, also with the TV show, you can, because of the the length of episodes, potentially you can maybe even uh, 
rip from the comics a little more closely oh, yeah. and follow yeah. that path rather than having to condense something or take something out. You can flesh stuff out, do it episodically. Yeah, that's also they can decompress it and yeah. kind of actually explore. But, you know, they, Marvel needed this. They needed this fucking buzz. They needed something right now where, because everybody else was kind of uh, taking the buzz and I'm glad. This is amazing. Disney always fucking delivers. So I'm excited for all of it, but I would, yeah, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Thor, sounds amazing. Uh, Fantastic Four, fuck. Hawkeye, all of it. I love all of it. I mean, even like, it didn't get a ton of hype today, but Blade with Mahershala That's going to be so like, dope. Be awesome. Oh my God, it's going to be so good. Geek Booner. I can't wait to see that. So yeah, start putting them out though, Marvel. What, we have to wait till what, May. All I ask, and it seems like they're going in this direction with some of these trailers, is I ask that they start to like divvy up how things feel and look. Yeah in terms of like different movies yeah. and TV shows like it doesn't always have to look like this the way the MCU has looked for the pat for these past three well, don't phases. you think these three trailers like they all look like that's what I'm they saying look like different they look shows different. yeah it's amazing they look yes. like different shows it does but I, you know it doesn't have to always have that cookie color cookie cutter right um, Marvel MCU yeah. look that it's it's kind of had for a while and, and again TV gives you the room to experiment with that and try things out and uh, just have a blast so other uh, tidbits and some more content news from Investor Day. You mentioned, Anthony, 86 million subscriptions for Disney+. Plus. They said by 2024, so what's that, three years, they expect between 230 and 260 million subscriptions. Uh, they're, going to, they're going global, oh, right? Shit. I guess, but that's a high fucking estimate. What is, do we know what uh, Netflix has? Well, Netflix is like 170, maybe 170, oh, wow. 180, probably. I also read something that HBO Max was like real low, like 10 million or 15 million. Oh, yeah, million. They, they have, uh, that's too bad. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but they got, they're going to get more now with the moves they're making. Right. Uh, the price for Disney Plus, here we go. This was expected in the U.S. will go up $1 per month. It's now seven ninety nine in March in Europe. It will go up by two euros due to the addition of Star. So they were talking about this other platform, Star, that like is in India and it's international and it's like a big platform. They're bundling. There was different bundle prices also, but this- it's for like the adult content or like a- a- anything over PG thirteen. Yes, like they're the international version of not Disney Plus, but it's going up. So Disney Plus, just like Netflix, is done. They're already one year in. We're like, it's going to be another dollar. But they're, they are increasing their content expense, they said, between 8 and $9 billion by 2024. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, this, whatever, what COVID has done is basically made them go, oh, like, we, good thing we, Put everything we have in here. A, yes. A, a, yeah. we, have, we, we should invest yeah. even more in this. Like, theaters are, we don't know what it's going to look like. It's kind of unpredictable. Like, they shut down their radio. Like, everything is like, Disney Plus pushed everything to Disney Plus. We got to we got to we got to blow this thing out of the water. They're still saving theatrical releases though, and they mentioned that. So, it's in, but like I said earlier, over the 100, 100 titles they announced today, 80% for Disney Plus. Uh so let's not forget they also own Hulu and FX. A couple of tidbits about Hulu series is why the last man that Brian K. Vaughn comic book is finally going to get made and come out on Hulu FX, I think. Uh, they mentioned an alien series, Geek live action series officially on the way to FX with Noah Hawley, who created Legion and Fargo, serving as creator and showrunner, and Ridley Scott serving as executive producer on the Alien TV series. Anthony, Geek Boner, Foppy Jock, Alien TV show. You know, uh, 
I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna have like a slight curve in my penis and go <laughs> half and geek, half. Geek chub. Ge- yes. I, I I've always liked Alien. I think rugs can rugs and you can speak more to what really Scott's been doing on TV. But yeah, um, raised by wolves and I, Noah Hawley. I hear Noah Hawley's really is amazing. Good. He is very good. Rugs, you watch Fargo. I watched Legion. Uh, what? Well, what about that show that really Scott did for Apple Plus or whatever? Uh, well, he was. only directed the first two yeah, episodes, yeah. and those are amazing. And then like produced Was, wasn't it. he a producer? He produced no? it. He's yeah. producing it. it. Yeah, he produces it. Yeah. But, um, he's not directing it anymore. But uh, uh, Raised by Wolves is very interesting. Um. It's production value is great. Nothing wrong with any of that. It's just yeah, this, some of it's meandering a little bit, but I think, you know, hopefully they'll pick it up in the next season. But uh, it could be interesting. I mean, I feel like Raised by Wolves is actually kind of like aliens. Yeah. 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 But Noah Hawley doing aliens, the alien IP should be very interesting. Uh, it, need, it needs a boost. Yeah. The, the alien IP has been, been dead. That and Predator. Rough times. Yeah. And Terminator. All those IPs we loved. I feel like that. I just really feel like the alien is hard to get right. Yeah. It's, it's really, really difficult. I don't know what you could do. Is, Interesting. Yeah. Like if you're not making the movie that they already made, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you telling? Yeah. What is the story? What are you telling? We've already yeah. been everywhere. Uh, they announced Anthony. Is that for FX or I mean uh, Hulu? FX slash Hulu? Yeah, it'll be Hulu. So uh, we'll have it. Yeah. We, we we still. By the way, I was going to ask. We still have a year's worth of Disney Plus, or how long uh, are we at? I think. I don't know. We're going to need to re-up. Oh, we'll re-up. Definitely. I am. Oh, today's the day I have to cancel uh, the DC Universe because it's officially dead. But if if I don't cancel, they'll renew for just the comics. But I'm I'm done. We're done. DC Universe is is done. Sorry, DC. Quibi is done. It's all on HBO Max. Yeah, it's all on HBO Max. DC Universe stuff. Quibi is done. Uh, All that shit is done. Uh, Anthony, they also announced for Disney Plus the Mighty Ducks Game Changer TV show. Fuck yeah. We'll pick the story back up. Hell yeah. Uh, That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. I love it. That's really good. So this could be love the Mighty Ducks. This could be like a Cobra Kai for the Mighty Ducks, you know? Fuck yeah. Picks the story back up. <laughs> I think up. Emilio Estevez is going to be yeah, back. He's in it. I think he was he yeah. was in the clip they showed, so he's talking about Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, live action movie adaptations. They're working on Jungle Cruise, a Lion King prequel. The Little Mermaid that has new songs by Alan Menken, Lynn Manuel Miranda, live action Pinocchio from Robert Zemeckis starring Tom Hanks. That will be Robert Zemeckis back with Tom back Hanks. with Tom Hanks on Disney Plus doing live action Pinocchio. Yeah, run Pinocchio, run, grow Pinocchio, grow. <laughs> on the Pixar side of things, of course, Soul is coming out. This Christmas on Disney Plus, they showed the first few minutes of it. Apparently on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's like at 100%. Holy shit. It looks great. It looks yeah. gorgeous. The clip looked great, and it looks beautiful. It might be an Oscar candidate, yeah. too, because I'm you know big Oscar guy. The dog from the movie Up, Doug, gets a series. It's called Doug Days, and it's following Doug, who now lives with Carl, from also from the movie Up. And it looks just like Up. So whatever that's worth. Uh, there's a new car series. Uh, they're doing this their first original long form animated series called Win or Lose about a co ed softball team. In terms of movies, Pixar has a movie called Luca coming out, which is like a love letter to Italy. Uh, it looked really pretty. There's a movie called Turning Red, which is about a 13 year old who turns into a giant red panda when she gets angry. Floppy job. Floppy job. This movie called Lightyear. Which is the origin story of the original Buzz Lightyear. The actual dude, the toy, is based off of in the Toy Story universe. And he will be voiced by Chris Evans, uh, Captain America himself. And there's a bunch of other shit. I found that an odd choice, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. They take him over here. He would work as the Buzz Lightyear uh, instead of Tim Allen. 
<laughs> Tim Allen is like well, it's, funny. It's about the, the inspiration for yeah, the Yeah, the actual dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I yeah. just feel like it's weird. Oh, yeah. It's, it's weird, but it's also kind of like, kind of funny they're keeping Chris Evans in house. Right. Yeah, I think he even had a post where he's like, they stole me from Marvel or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, they're like, we don't want to get uh, Feige mad. But there's other stuff you can look up. Uh, that's all we're going to cover. Tons Overall, of other stuff. I enjoyed watching the presentation. It was very polished. There was a funny bit. Uh, where Homer and the Simpsons came on, it was animated, and he was talking about he, he was making fun of the live action adaptations. He's like, I saw this movie Aladdin when it was an animated movie called Disney's Aladdin. They just ripped it off. And like Baby Yoda's there, that was cute. Uh, but it was a four hour fuck. At, and after the Marvel stuff, they did Q and A with investors, and there was like a panel of three people, and they were taking questions via Zoom from investors. So very thorough, and I'm just glad they let us. Watch this. This is this is it'd what be they great needed. if one of the investors was just like a Saudi prince. <laughs> He's sitting there, just like stroking his beard, going, you know, like asking questions. <laughs> He's got like a hookah there. He's yeah. like, like a there's like video of him like being involved. <laughs> oh, I'm not even gonna say. <laughs> He's asking questions like, when can we expect the diamond shipment when the movie what, what's, releases? What's interesting is. Um, their stock, I mean, jumped oh, up. Fuck, I can't imagine so yeah. much. They're up to they, they jumped up like twenty percent uh, since like the since they started. This is that, a um, Disney hot beef injection right into pop culture. Uh, this is gonna carry them. So the one thing, fellas, they did not mention that I was very upset that I got to mention is before I redid all the show notes before this came out. News stories breaking left and right about the rumors about Spider Man three. And apparently, uh, everyone's in this movie. I'm in this movie. Your rug boys in this movie. Everybody's in this movie. No, if you were in the movie, they'd, they'd, that'd be bad. There's uh, so we're gonna go through all the co- confirmed and reported, but no actual confirmation from Marvel from Sony. But they're saying these people are confirmed to appear. Uh, here we go. Get geek get boner. your geek bone already confirmed. To appear Spider-Man 3, Andrew Garfield, Jamie Foxx, of course, Ah. Kirsten Dunst, Benedict Cumberbatch, Dr. Strange comeback, Alfred Molina, of course, Tom Holland, Zendaya, Mm -hmm. supporting cast, Jacob Batalon, Tony Revolori, Angori Rice, Marissa Tomei, and then reports, I saw rumors, Emma Stone, Tom Hardy, maybe Venom, Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Charlie Cox, I was like, whoa, what the... Possibly both Green Goblins, William Defoe, Dane DeHaan, rumored. What the fuck is going on? And then Nickelback's gonna do the song I heard. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that one. Oh my god. Don't do that one. And they say that a hero is this save us. So here's my question. Look at this photo. Look at this Instagram. Out <laughs> of a bacon and Charlie ham. Cox. I mean, if they if they do that, then then not only are they making the the Sam Raimi and the um. Mark Webb canon, but yeah. they're making the Netflix stuff. So canon. I believe like two weeks ago, the Daredevil contract was up finally. The one where after the show ended, he had to wait two years. Netflix made them wait two years before doing anything. That that's over. Oh, so okay. he's he's. Free. I thought you meant he, he could be in the movie, but he couldn't play Daredevil, which would be a complete waste. No, he couldn't. They couldn't use him as Daredevil for two years after that show ended, and the two years is up. So. They can use him, but he would have to change the cost. Peter Parker would need a lawyer after the end of, you know, far from home. So that makes sense. Here's my question. Of course, Geek Boner. I love this. I want to see a live action Spider-Verse. Is this a little too much, though? Like, this would have to be like a fucking four hour movie. It's got to be like a dumb cameo. Some of these have to be really quick cameos. You can't put do all of this. Uh, I I posted on our uh, someone brought up this point and I I 
countered with. Although it does seem like too much, and that's what ruined Spider-Man Three and Spider and Amazing and, Spider-Man yeah. Two. Yes, the fact that this is under Fahey, that's that. Yeah, and we had two movies called Endgame and Infinity yeah, War, with, which had with more 40, characters with everyone. With forty and those superheroes, movies were still big hits, and, and they pulled off. I think, I think in these hands, I think this is freaking awesome, and I think that they're gonna they, they might be able to pull this if off. If anyone well. can pull this off, it's Feige. But Feige also had the help of the Russo brothers, with, and all of their movies, they handled 12 characters, 30 characters, 40 characters. This one, you got John Watts. I don't know. Uh, but I'm still excited to see all these people. Also, what do you think, Rugs? Are you like... Are you into having all these Spider-Man? Or are you still like the fact that they have to have these in? Fuck that show. That Tom I Holland feel sucks. like this is how I feel like it's going to work. Um, when we pop into a lot of these realities, these Spider-Men are going to be fighting their foes. Mm-hmm. And maybe when they're talking about, so we'll get, so let's say we pop into uh, Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. He's fighting somebody that whatever Electro, let's go with jamie fox yeah. Right. yeah yeah and then all of a sudden he gets pulled into the other reality with uh with tom holland and then they might have like a uh, a dialogue and then maybe they'll flash back to another scene and that'll be it and then there'll be some other main bad guy so i think they're going to be the bad guys are going to be mostly cameos and i think that toby Maguire and andrew garfield are going to be like the main they're going to have the main bulk of the screen time and all it's just all these other things are going to be like quick flashes of possible. They're going to have the Mary Janes and the Gwen Stacy's come over one villain from each movie come over. And you almost have the sinister six here. You got a doc Ock and shocker and vulture and scorpion and Mysterio. Uh, you, you can set that up too while you're at it. I don't know if Prowler, you can get him in. Yeah, there. I don't know if it's too many things. I, I could see them doing a thing where they like have the heroes team up, but then also have the the girls team up, like yeah. Zendaya, oh, yeah. Kirsten Dunst, and maybe, Emma Stone. Yeah, maybe a Spider Gwen fucking you know Easter egg or something. Uh, the other, I think thing, it's gonna be bonkers. It's gonna be crazy, and like you said, if Feige is the only one that can pull this off. The other thing that occurred to me is because of social media and the way things are now. This it just imagine if we didn't know this and ah, then the yes. movie came out. Oh, shit. I would fucking die. My head would explode. I would lose my shit. That's what one of my buddies pointed out. The, the internet's kind of like ruined kind of some of these surprises. Ruined yeah, we, all of this. We wouldn't have a podcast anymore because Imran would rock it out in space. I would just my body would explode. <laughs> it would just my, my arm, my limbs. <laughs> I yeah, that him. He would just exactly just like a rocket would There'd shoot be a out of ass. coming out of my ass. Yeah, like yeah, pure like unadulterated ah, joy that I he's been. Not. Bent up his whole entire forty whatever years of his life. It. So maybe it's a, just shoot out of his anus. Maybe it's maybe it's a good thing. This is. I, I'm, I'm surprised you were able to hold it together for watching that first Spider-Man ever on in the Sam Raimi one in the theater. Fuck, dude, I did. I was I was so ready for that, and I knew everything about it coming into it. Like I knew I read the book, I read the novel. I was like, I know everything. Let's do this. <laughs> I don't remember, but I remember I was fucking flying. Uh, but I, it, yeah. I, it, I, maybe it's good that this got spoiled because it would probably kill me if I just watched the movie and all these people showed up. I would die. So good stuff. I, I'm, I'm most excited. The names out of there I'm most excited for is, uh, was the Charlie Cox. If that's if that happens, yeah, yeah. Just because I I love I love his version of Daredevil. I don't you know love the suit, but I, I loved it. Out of all the Netflix stuff, Daredevil for me was was actually like legit good. He deserves a shot. That, yeah, he deserves that, a shot. To see absolutely. him get a shot in the MCU yeah. would be great. Absolutely. He, he's a fucking great Matt Murdock. You don't need to recast Daredevil. You have the guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, nailed it. That's true. Yeah, and you don't need and and maybe who knows, Vincent D'Onofrio. Like, come on. Uh, yeah, bring, bring the kingpin. That was the other thing. Geek Might as well just bring the king. Bring and I, him and in. I know he wants in, and he's been like tweeting and stuff. But fucking, he's movie you, level. You're two. making that man gain all that weight. Bring him in. Fucking give me that. He's the best kingpin. Uh yeah. Oh, Do you think fuck. you could play kingpin if, if uh, Vincent D'Onofrio were to pass? I would need a fat suit. I'm not that big. I just put a little padding on. <laughs> I'll put a pillow underneath. I'll look like You're fucking white. King. I'm white enough. If I you you my could head. probably pull off yeah. the tuxedo without actually wearing the clothes. <laughs> if I take off my clothes, I just look like that bad guy. <laughs> you, look the like spot. The, you look like the fucking kingpin. Yeah. Shirtless. I, he's, I got bitch tits like the kingpin. <laughs> That's for sure. Me mascot. <laughs> and a white suit. Get, get the man mascot. mascot. All right, let's do some news from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. You guys, we were recognized. As, Somebody knows we exist. Yeah, as as, oh. as assholes. No, no, we were not recognized. We were recognized by Homeland Security, and now there's a white van in front of my house. Is there one outside of your houses too? There's always a white van, out unmarked. There. I don't know what. You've been watching me for a long. I time. thought so. No, we were recognized from this. It's an independent podcast network called Indie Pods United. There's a Facebook group. It's a bunch of awesome independent podcasts. They ran a virtual summit. It was the Indie Pods United Summit. And uh, before this happened, Gerald Glassford, who is, does the, the show Pop Culture Cosmos, and he does the Lakers Fast Break. This dude's a beast. He does like three shows, and he puts out like three episodes a week. Uh, he sent me a message saying, you guys have been nominated as one of the top podcasts of independent podcasts of 2020 i was like oh cool so they did this whole virtual stream i i tried to watch some of it i couldn't i was busy but then i got the recording and i watched it afterwards turns out and gerald nominated us and turns out we got we were recognized as one of the top 25 podcasts of 2020 by the indie pods united group Top 25 independent podcasts. Yay. Talking nerd. Yay. Uh, and Were there 26 candidates? There was no. There, <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay. So I watched where, so Gerald did the whole presentation. He nominated us. So first of all, Gerald, he listens. Thank, Thank you for you, nominating us. There was 50 podcasts ah. and we, they, then they broke it down to 25 and we got into the top 25. Also, Tina Marie Trimpert is who runs Indie Pods United and they sent us a little certificate, which I'm going to print and frame and put on the wall. But, Yes. <laughs> I, they, listen, Gerald is again really nice guy. It's a major award. He's a beast. Thank you, Indie Pods United, for this recognition. I guess he's a beast. Why'd you go with he's that? He's a beast in terms of podcasting. This dude ah, okay. is everywhere. He hosted. He arranged the whole like uh, the award ceremony and hosted the thing. It was like a. Then he flipped a coin. He was like, "Jock and Nerd, Jock and Nerd out. gets it. Yay! Oh fuck! I was wanting them to be out, but they're in. Gerald, thank you for saying all those nice things. He did say nice things about our show. And like uh, what? Uh, he just said they're really fun guys. They cover pop culture news. Great. You know, the comedy is great. Fun to hang out with. He does a pop culture show also. Uh, we'll have to have him on. I was on his does show he like once. our sound effects? He, this is his favorite. Yes. <laughs> he. I will have to have him on because I was on his show. Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> the fuck's going on here? I don't know, Stanley. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Calm down, Stan. Calm down, Stan. Uh, I want your head up when I throw my fist in the air. Yeah, make sure you... Put it in my slack. Make sure 
you see him. Uh, so yeah, we, there's a little recognition is always appreciated. So. Oh, I'm very, I feel very uh, warm and tingly inside my slack. Yeah. Right now. yeah. <laughs> That's it, gang. We've come to the end. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter at really rug boy. You just missed like a fucking doozy. Uh, I'm going to be resting for a few weeks and stretching out, limbering up for my next assault on somebody from a uh, comics culture. It's a lot of fun know. to watch Lister. He blocks Heather Antos, then he unblocks her, then he blocks her again. <laughs> he just doesn't know. And he invites her on the <laughs> show. He, invites and he doesn't. Show. And then she invites him. Well, you want to know what's hilarious. The thing was, is that there was this period of time. See, like people that I don't follow her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But oh. people that I follow, like, repost sure. or retweet her. Yeah. So, you see so like, all. I was just like, every few, like, minutes, there'd be, she would say something. You know how I said something incendiary on her thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she says incendiary things all the time. And I'm like, oh, I have to react to this. But then I'm like, no. And so I blocked her just not because I don't <laughs> want to block her. I'm to protect myself Jesus. because I can't help, you know, can't help myself. Protect this me from me. Yeah, I, gotta, I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got one. I, I got a good I comment. I can't just hold it. I can see Ruggs <laughs> holding his hand back like in Army of Darkness and Bruce like, Campbell yeah, is like, reaching for his phone. He's pulling it back. Yeah, because it's, it it's a vicious circle of stupidity. At Really Rugboy on Twitter. And you can follow us on Twitter at Jock and Nerdcast. Visit the show notes for this episode. Listener, jockandnerd.com slash 359 for links to all the bullshit we talked about. How to get in touch. How to stay subscribed. How to support. Uh, share the show. Tell a friend. We'd appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. And he's the nerd. We'll catch you next time. Give me some of that uh, soundboard. Somebody touch my spaghetti. Oh, that's an old one. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Oh, that's great. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Jock and Nerd. <laughs>